Welcome. Welcome to our annual World Day of Prayer. This is one of my favorite services that we do here at Unity. Why? Because Unity was founded on prayer. Unity was founded on prayer, and we gather together each and every year as we join thousands, if not millions of people around the world for this World Day of Prayer. So why don't we begin our service in a very appropriate way? Why don't we begin with prayer? I invite you, if you would, just to go to that place within your heart and within your mind where you know and you feel God's love tonight. Feel that loving presence as it moves through you tonight. Wow, it's the only activity there is. The activity of life itself. And we feel this divine presence and we surrender to this divine presence again and again. Giving thanks that we have a relationship with this divine presence within. Giving thanks that we are indeed guided and directed by this infinite, invisible spirit within. So we're grateful. We're grateful tonight as we gather together for this annual World Day of Prayer. Thank you. Thank you, God. And so it is, and so we let it be. Amen. Welcome. We're glad you're with us tonight. So glad you decided to join us, and if you are just, just grateful you're here. Our beloved Reverend uh, Jeanette Byington is our, uh, is our associate minister in charge of pastoral care, and she's here to do a special welcome for you tonight as well. Welcome. I am so, I, I just have to say, this is, in my opinion, the best night of our year, World Day of Prayer. Praise God. I'm Reverend Jeanette, and I'm in charge of the pastoral care ministry here at Unity Minneapolis. You are in for an amazing evening. I would like to tell you about the inception of our World Day of Prayer. It began with the ministerial class of 1994 at Unity Seminary, yes, in Unity Village. Well, and it just so happens that our beloved Reverend Pat Williamson, who who <laughs> was one of the members of the class of 1994. And we praise God for him and his presence here tonight as our senior minister here at Unity Minneapolis. His class came up with this whole idea of World Day of Prayer. And praise God. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you, Reverend Pat. And now I have an affirmation to read. It is called... so. It goes, focused on the light. I look with kindness upon fears and worries, for they urge me to harness my great power of faith. So it is. And I'd like to acknowledge our pastoral care ministries and we are very proud of them and grateful. Our prayer chaplains, our prayer ministry, our unity cares, 
our healing ministry, and our outreach angels. Thank you. God bless. Now we take a moment to quiet our minds and focus our thoughts. As we inhale, we breathe in love. As we exhale, we release what no longer serves us. We let go of fear. We let go of worry. We let go of judgment. We continue to breathe in love. As we center ourselves in an awareness of the Christ within, we open ourselves to any inspiration and insight we may receive during this time of pure peace. We turn within to the presence that is God and find true peace. God lives in and as us. We are one. We are joyful, knowing that we needn't search outside ourselves for peace. True peace comes from within, with the realization that we are never alone. God's presence is always with us and always within us. We rest in this joyful awareness as we step into the silence for just a moment. And we are guided from within. Attuned to God within, we behold the divine wisdom that is always present. We are attentive to the intuition 
and the insights that reveal our next step. Heart overflows with gratitude and enthusiasm as we embrace the next wonderful phase on our journey. And we are open to that divine guidance. And with that guidance, divine life rejuvenates our being, our mind, our body, and our spirit. As a unique manifestation of God, we are meant to live an abundant life. The kingdom is within us. As we let go of narrow beliefs and limiting thoughts, we open to unlimited possibilities. Mind, body, and spirit are renewed and revitalized. And we are aware of full aliveness. Our positive thoughts reveal a prosperous world. We choose to release any thoughts that no longer serve us. As we hold ourselves in this silence, we allow all of those thoughts to float away. Then we gently turn attention to positive thoughts of peace, love, joy, and harmony. These thoughts multiply as we remember all of the wonderful aspects of our blessed life. And with a deep breath, we recognize our oneness. And as we recognize our oneness, peace emerges. Today, we are one. Our oneness heightens our similarities and makes our differences seem small and insignificant. The more we focus on our commonalities, the more we see that peace is always present. As we learn to love others, as we love ourselves, more peace will emerge. And it is in the silence that we know that peace, that we know that oneness. And then we begin to bring that oneness and that peace into our outer world in strength and faith without fear. Today, we remember that the source of peace is always with us. We connect to that ever-present peace of God within us. We remember that we are all ambassadors of peace. And with every encounter, meeting, or conversation, we remind ourselves this person is a unique manifestation of God. And we give thanks to Spirit for the peace and love that we recognize, that we give, and that we receive. And so it is.
This prayer box is very special for this prayer box holds your prayer request. It holds your prayer request and it's special also because a beloved member of our congregation actually made this prayer box. Someone that truly believes in prayer himself. It's special because not only does it hold your prayers, but it also represents answered prayer. It represents answered prayer. So tonight as we pause on this special world day of prayer, we are praying with those that have requested our prayers. We are praying with our spiritual community. And each and every time a prayer request is put in this box, it is blessed. Each and every time a prayer request comes to Unity Minneapolis and it is put in this prayer box, it is blessed. And that prayer is held then in our prayer for our, with our prayer ministry for seven days. And then it is forwarded to Silent Unity, our worldwide prayer ministry, where it's held in prayer for an additional 30 days. We believe in answered prayer. So tonight as we pause, we pray with our community and the prayers that they have requested. So I invite you, if you would, again, just to go to that place within where you know and you feel God's love. And tonight, we hold those in prayer that have requested our prayers, represented by this prayer box. We pray with those that have been affected by the fires in California. We pray with those that have been mistreated by others. We pray with those that have recently lost loved ones, family, and friends. We pray with those dealing with COVID-19. We pray with their families, with their medical teams. We pray with those tonight that are dealing with cancer, Alzheimer's, MS, Parkinson. We pray with their medical teams. We pray with their families and their loved ones. We pray with those in physical pain tonight. We pray with those experiencing depression. We pray with those that are lonely, those that are afraid. We pray with those unemployed or underemployed and looking for work. We pray with those that are in abusive relationships. We pray with those that have been sexually abused we pray with those that are active in their addictions, and we pray with those that are in recovery. We pray with those that have been abandoned by others. And we pray with those being held at the border of our country, especially families, children. Tonight, we pray with the homeless. We pray with single parents raising families. We pray with the poor in the world. We pray with those that have been abused by our criminal justice system. 
We pray with those that have been denied their civil rights. We pray with our pets. We pray with those pets that are suffering. We pray with those struggling with their faith. We pray with our city leaders, our state leaders, and our national leaders. We pray with this community, Unity Minneapolis. We pray with this board of trustees, its leadership, its staff, its ministers, its music ministry, all the wonderful volunteers that step forth here. We hold them in our heart tonight. We pray with our technology team. We pray with those volunteers that are coming in and streaming and help to make this service happen. We pray with our prayer ministry, our prayer chaplains, Unity Cares, our service angels, our healing ministry. And we pray with an attitude of gratitude tonight for those extending kindness into the world. And so tonight we pause with hearts full of gratitude. We remember that God is greater than any of these situations. We see these individuals, we see these, in, these experiences and these situations surrounded by the love and the light of God. And when we forget this truth, we ask others to hold it for us until we can hold it again for ourselves. We give thanks that we have been called to incarnate at this time, call for a purpose, a divine purpose, to be here in this expression of life. So tonight we surrender again and again and again, knowing that we have the hands and the feet and the voice and the expression of God. Tonight, we give thanks in advance for answered prayer, for answered prayer. And it is in this awareness that we rest just for a few moments in the stillness and in the quiet. Sweet spirit within, we are so blessed. Blessed to be connected. Blessed to be one with each other. 
blessed to be one with that divine presence. Blessed for the many blessings in our life. And so tonight we again remember our World Day of Prayer Affirmation. Focused on the light, I look with kindness upon fears and worries, for they urge me to harness my great power of faith. Focused on the light, I look with kindness upon fears and worries, for they urge me to harness my great power of faith. Tonight we go forth, regardless of appearances, with our hearts and our minds filled with faith as we move from fear and concern and worries into faith. And we say, thank you, God. And so it is. Amen. Oh, 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 oh,
star, a piece of it all. I am And again, we repeat tonight's affirmation. Focused on the light, I look with kindness upon fears and worries, for they urge me to harness my great power of faith. And now I will read a little summer poem touching the subject of faith by Mary Oliver. Every summer, I listen and look under the sun's brass, and even in the moonlight, but I can't hear anything. I can't see anything. Not the pale roots digging down, nor the green stalks muscling up, nor the leaves deepening their damp pleats, nor the tassels making, nor the shucks, nor the cobs, and still, Every day, the leafy fields grow taller and thicker, green gowns lofting up in the night, showered with silk. And so, every summer, I fail as a witness, seeing nothing. I am deaf, too, to the tick of the leaves, the tapping of downwardness from the banyan feet, all of it happening beyond any seeable proof or hearable hum. And therefore I say, let the immeasurable come. Let the unknowable touch the buckle of my spine. Let the wind turn in the trees and the mystery hidden in the dirt swing through the air. How could I look at anything in the world and tremble? and grip my hands over my heart. What should I fear? One morning, in the leafy green ocean, the honeycomb of the corn's beautiful body is sure to be there. Even in the Dark by Mark Nepo. Seldom seen, growing along the ocean floor, the white-plumed anemone is a watery blossom. It is white lace opening under tons of black, opening as if bathed in the sun while so far from the sun. Now this is the trick to staying well, isn't it? To feel the sun, even in the dark to not lose the truth of things when they go out of view, 
to grow just the same. To know there is still water, even when we are thirsty. To know there is still love, even when we are lonely. To know there is still peace, even when we are suffering. None of this invalidates our pain, but only strengthens our way back into the light. So I ask you, close your eyes. Close your eyes and feel the fact of the sun. It will be there when you can see again. Inhale deeply through the part of your heart that is closed and feel the fact of love. It will be there when you can feel again. Breathe slowly through the part of you that doubts and feel the fact of life. It will be there when you can open your spirit as you did when you were born. Again, the affirmation. Focused on the light, I look with kindness upon fears and worries, for they urge me to harness my great power of faith. I could have used an affirmation like that when I was seven years old. I was not where I am now in many ways. At that particular point, I was on the high board, 12 feet high above the water, once again trying to prove that I could do what my older brother and sister did without the skill and experience that they had. I was determined to show the world that I could do this. However, I was so terrified that I didn't want the world to see me yet 
I was standing on the high board, not really thinking cogent thoughts. I think the thoughts that I were thinking were more like, and back there is the ladder going down. I certainly can't go down that because this is a small town. I will never hear the end of that. Plus, that's just as scary as jumping off of there. There is water, there is cement. I was in this liminal space coming up with reasons why I can't go yet for a long time. I was up here for so long that people forgot I was up here. I was on the board and I had managed to shrink and contract myself through fear to such a small space that nobody saw me up there and nobody remembered that I had gone up. I was up there for so long that another class had begun in the pool, a class where they were practicing floating. And when I chose to run and jump, I didn't follow several wise axioms, one of which is look before you leap. Finally mustering my courage, I stepped off the board down towards a kid floating in the pool. I screamed, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I started to try and change my course of direction midair, which isn't a very successful venture. He noticed me, he tried to swim out of the way. I barely caught him, I fractured his arm, I hurt my foot. I apologized profusely, but he, like me, was visiting for a couple weeks, visiting his grandparents, and for the rest of the summer, if I heard, hey, there's that kid, I had to go and make myself scarce again. Of course I would go into showbiz, which requires that I go through this liminal space on a daily basis, trying to learn strategies from all my teachers. How do I put one foot in front of the other to do the thing that I set out to do? When I was on the high board, I was really good at visualizing, I was just visualizing terrible things happening. <laughs> it came so naturally, and it still does. I required training, a spiritual practice, and wonderful teachers to give me a strategy, ways to put my foot in front of the other and go out there and do what I intend to do. It helps me to pray and to release. And the way the universe works most of us that are somewhere on this journey also end up teaching others this same dance through this equation. And for me, I've had a lot of opportunities to witness in other people that same high board experience, that same liminal space, and coming up with something that helps them get to the realization in a way that is safe and doesn't land on floating children. One of uh, my experiences, I had this young man who was in a class. If you teach fifth graders, it's really interesting because some kids come up and say, Mr. Dane, I like SpongeBob SquarePants. And another kid will come up and say, Mr. Dane, I have to help my family move to Georgia. I've got to go home and pack. And they're the same age. And I had a kid, Isaiah, who was in the latter camp. He was the alpha of the class, and he was challenging me at first, but I've been around the alpha kid equation for a long time. And um, 
finally won him over. He had a very important role in this play that they were going to do for their classmates and their parents. He was going to play one of the elders of the tribe that helped to raise Sarah Gibb of the Gibbs Farm fame. He came up to me before the show and he said, Mr. Dane, I don't want to do this. I'm going to go home. And I said, Isaiah, I understand how you feel. Believe me. I told him a little bit about the high board. And then I said, I'm really lucky because I'm in the position to teach you. And I honor my teachers by teaching you. And you know, one thing that one of my uh, favorite teachers, a voice teacher, told me, she said, kid, that moment before you go on stage, you know what you're supposed to do. You've practiced it. You're feeling fear. Just remember this. Fear is excitement without breath. You take a deep breath and you get out there and you show them. So I said, Isaiah, if I let you bow out, I'll be doing you and me a disservice. I want you to learn that same lesson that I learned. And when you're done, you can look across the room and... And that's what he did. And afterwards, you know, they say to teachers, you got to get used to not having closure because there's a whole lot of kids and you're not always going to get that moment. But in this case, before he moved to Georgia, he turned. And that's one of the beauties of teaching. It's the gift that gives back. So remember, yes, look before you leap, but don't stay there too long. No parking on the high board. And now we take some time in the quiet. And one 
of the quickest ways to promote world peace is to practice forgiveness. And from truth be told, a unity keepsake collection. Hypatia Hasbrook, the Handbook of Positive Prayer. The Forgiveness Treatment. There are a number of pauses in, throughout. The negative thoughts and feelings associated with the mental state of unforgiveness have deleterious effects upon the physical bodies. But we are not always aware that we are harboring unforgiving thoughts and feelings because many of them may be buried in the subconscious memory bank. We can use a positive prayer technique that combines visualization of light in an affected body area with release of unforgiving thoughts and feelings. So assume a comfortable, relaxed position. Affirm three times silently. God is the life within me. God is the life within me. God is the life within me. Affirm three times. I now release every recognized or unrecognized feeling of fear, resentment, condemnation, envy, distrust. hate, or any other negative feeling or thought about myself or others, or anything I or they may have said, thought, or done. I forgive myself 
and others for everything. And I love and bless myself and everyone else. Affirm three times, silently, divine love now dissolves and dissipates every wrong condition in my mind, body, and relationships. Divine love now dissolves and dissipates every wrong condition in my mind, body, and relationships. Divine love now dissolves and dissipates every wrong condition in my mind, body, and relationships. Now, visualize in detail and in color the most beautiful, peaceful scene that you can. Bring all your senses to play and let the feeling of complete oneness with God and the universe fill your being. Feel yourself melting into the scene. Gradually, let the feeling become light that is going through your circulation and nervous system. 
see the light flow into every dark corner. Use white light or a specific color or simply allow the light to be the color determined by your subconscious mind. If you know a specific body area that needs healing, gradually concentrate the light there and let it remain as long as required. Gradually withdraw attention from the light as you affirm three times silently, resting quietly a few moments between declarations. God is life. God is life. God is life. I am one with God. I am one with God. I am one with God. I am one with life. I am one with life. I am one with life. Thank you, God, for the perfect life. In the name and through the power of Jesus Christ, the great physician, amen. All of these words are so powerful as long as they help you to release any unforgiving thoughts or feelings that may have blocked the 
free flow of healing that love and life of God. May peace be with you this day and always. And so we let it be. Amen. invite you to make a gift to Unity Minneapolis tonight. You can easily do that. If you're streaming with us on our website, you can do that with our donate button there. It takes you, and it's a secured site. If you're watching it on your uh, personal device, you can, uh, your personal phone, you can text us to 77977. Give to Unity, and that will also take you to a secured site. You can also mail your love offering in. We invite you to do that as well. So let's just bless these gifts. We give thanks tonight that God within is truly the source of all good in our life. All good in our life. And we bless these gifts tonight. And we send them forth to fulfill our vision and mission of a transformed world. Thank you. Thank you, God. And so it is, and so we let it be. Amen.
And we give thanks for Voices 3 tonight. We give thanks for 3. Thanks for being with us tonight. Uh, and thank you for being with us tonight as well. We're so glad that you decided to join us. And um, uh, I want to also acknowledge those that participated in our uh, prayer vigil today, that virtual prayer vigil that started at 7 o'clock this morning, and it ended at 7 right before we came into the sanctuary. And people held this sacred space throughout the day. It was a beautiful, beautiful experience. So I want to thank all of those that participated in that. Also, I want to acknowledge our prayer chaplains tonight. They have been holding sacred space at home. So my dear friends, if you have a prayer request tonight, by all means, you can go to our website, fill that out, and our prayer ministry will begin praying with you. And we will hold that in our hearts and in sacred space and know and give thanks for answered prayer. Um, many wonderful things are happening here at Unity Minneapolis, and we invite you to participate at the level that you feel comfortable in participating. We really do. Uh, and also tonight, with our prayer for protection, wherever you are, whoever you're with, I'm going to invite you just to stand, wherever you may be. I'm going to invite you to stand tonight, and I want you to just um, feel this prayer for protection, feel our oneness tonight, and feel the power of prayer as we affirm this prayer for protection. I'm going to invite our two ministers to hit this with me tonight to come up and share with me our prayer for protection. So, so let us know together our prayer for protection. The light of God surrounds us. I am light. The love of God enfolds us. I am love. The power of God protects us. I am power. The presence of God watches over us. I am presence. Wherever we are, God is. I am divine and all is swell. Now remain standing wherever you are. And do this for me wherever you are. If you're in a situation that you feel safe in doing so, reach out and touch someone. Reach out and touch someone, your husband, your wife, your family, your friends. And, but just make that connection. Make that connection and visualize you're right here in the sanctuary with us as well. And if you're not with someone and you're by yourself tonight uh, and you're never alone, God is always with you, just wrap your arms around yourself. Wrap your arms around yourself and give yourself a big hug. So let us know together our, uh, our peace song tonight, okay?
extremely poor on top of all of that he had no eyesight that didn't keep him from seeing the light he said what's it like in the usa all i did was complain he said living here is paradise he taught me paradise was in your mind you know there's hope it doesn't cost a thing to smile you don't have to pay to laugh you better thank god for that The things to smile, you don't have to pay to laugh. You better thank God for that. There's hope. Every time I turn on the TV, there's hope. There's somebody acting crazy. There's hope. It'll make you crazy, but there's I'm taking hope. back my power today. There's oh, hope. Gas prices, they just keep on rising. There's hope. The government, they keep on lying. There's hope. We got to keep on surviving. Kill it in our church and do the best we can do. Cause there's hope. It doesn't cost a thing to smile. You don't have to pay to laugh. You better thank God for that. Two, two, one, one, two, one, two, one, two, one, 
Thank you. 